0: I see it going. The Hake Report is live on Periscope and Mixer. I'm just going to wait until I see YouTube is online now. Nice. ND live. And uh, sending data to Twitch. I forget. I need to check Twitch. Make sure that I'm going. What's up, Facebook? So, hey, guys. It is Thursday, April 23rd, 2020, and we're going to have a show. Get ready. One, two, three, four.
1: Oh, it's the hate report. The hate report. La, la, la.
0: So, what's up guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report and thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson. You may see the Jesse Lee Peterson show here, radio show here on the mic for allowing me to use your, um, you know, your studio and your worker, Joel And Nicolas for answering the phones. And he says, we are rolling on Twitch. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you to... Nicolás, and yes, I do see it is online. So, yeah, I stream on six platforms, or should I say, I don't know, and then um, Jesse Lee Peterson only streams on four because Facebook considers him hate speech, because Facebook hates truth, true speech, and so the same with Twitch, but Twitch doesn't know about me yet, (laughs) right? And I am wearing my I Love Boomers t-shirt, brand new, I just received it. I ordered this as a sample, so it is not yet available, right? It's exclusive, it's exclusive only to me, and it's a nice color. Thank you. How does it look on camera, I wonder? Hopefully not as bright as the other T-shirts that look good in person, but on camera they look a little, oh, where is this coming, person coming from? <laughs> but um, I look like the sun. <laughs> cool. What's up to, uh, I saw a mixer te- mes- message. What's up? Thank you Thunder Pigeon for following. Yeah. I like to just I like Jesse to be streaming on Mixer even if he doesn't have even if we don't have a lot of followers there yet. Just so that we, you know, you never know what may happen. A lot of these oppressive uh SJW listening stupid um America hating, white people hating, truth hating platforms, <laughs> actually including Mixer sometimes, uh, according to their TOS, um, ban people sometimes, and it's so ridiculous. But whatever, that's the times we live in. People hate freedom. But um, you can, we. I'll I'll make this for sale by the way later. All right, I'll I'll upload it (laughs) onto the onto the. The Teespring platform, teespring.com slash stores slash the Hague Report. I do have other designs, by the way. Very nice color, says Bible Go To Guy. You and Donald Trump are orange today. Nice. Right on. So, by the way, speaking of Jesse Lee Peterson, make sure if you're interested, if you uh, think you may benefit from it, Jesse Lee Peterson's nonprofit Bond offers counseling by phone by Skype, or in person. Not currently in person right now because we're respecting the president's requests to uh, not be open for business to the public like that at this time. But uh, for individuals, couples, and or families, you can call 800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663 to request it. If you're overseas... you might have to dial a, a one or two zeros and one or two ones before that, something like that. If you're in England or, or um, Australia or New Zealand or Norway or Sweden or whatever, I, people call from around the world. Thailand, Taiwan, Hong Kong, everywhere. It's cool. Russia. And you can, you can do it. You can set it up. Skype or phone counseling. Just call in to the office when the office number is 800-411-BOND or send an email through Bond, rebuildingtheman.com slash counseling or s- send an email, um, probably desk at bondinfo.org. This is the most direct. desk at bondinfo.org. And if you you know say you can't call or something like that, you haven't figured out how to, how to um, dial international yet, you can Google it, but it does require some payment, even through Skype. People can call Skype to our, our phone number. People do it, but they have to pay a, Skype a certain amount. So, just a side note. I am going to get to your calls, 888-775-3773. I was reading Hake News, as I do, on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, and I have photographs of this Dowd woman, Patricia Dowd. Who died? Um, as Jesse Lee Peterson says, may her soul rest in peace, right? This is a photo that Joelle is showing you guys from Facebook, from this woman's Facebook. Patricia Dowd. Supposedly, she was healthy. To me, she The first COVID-19 death was actually a quote-unquote healthy. This is from Daily Mail and CNN and Los Angeles Times. 57-year-old California woman from the Bay Area who liked to travel the world a lot who died suddenly at home after complaining of flu symptoms, flu-like symptoms 3 weeks before the first reported fatality. February 6th at her home. At home days after the after complaining of flu-like symptoms. She appeared to have recovered by the way, but was found dead in her home. Just two hours after she had corresponded with a colleague online, because she was working from home, sick. Oh, did my stream cut out? Not over here. Yeah, it cut out on my uh, on Periscope. Must have cut out briefly, and then came back. Sorry about that, guys. I am back on. Um, I am back on Periscope. Cut out, and then came back, and then, yeah, I'm back offline on Twitch or something. Sorry about that, guys. I might have cut out briefly. Yeah, apparently so. Just FYI. Have Bill get- look into it. Me telling the people like a boss, right? So, um, this woman, though, I was reading about her. She's from the Bay Area that's heavily Asian population. And she was a world traveler. She planned to travel to China later in the year. So, did she get it from one of the Asians who didn't die from it? I don't know. And, you know, her family played up how she's healthy, exercised, watched what she ate. She was a little overweight, but like I said, she didn't look like she was gonna be one to die from a, from a, even this coronavirus thing. You, Didn't really expect that. So, just wanted to share that with you. I just happened to come across this. I subscribed to these news um, emails early in the morning. I received these emails from liberal... Oh, see, it it cut out again. Did you purposely do that? No, I just turned it back on. Oh, so it cut out and then you uh, turned it back on? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry, um... Periscope, we keep on cutting out. This is not good. Can you guys hear me? Are you guys hearing me fine? Offline, says somebody. Come on, man, this stream is cutting, hey, says jab. Stream in and out, buffering off air again. Boomer tech, right? You, ha- you can't stop loving the boomers. Can you hear me, guys? I'm sorry, we have boomer tech going on. (laughs) And I can't even blame boomer tech, it's more like black tech. Is that that unfair? I don't know. (sighs) Okay, now we're back. I'm sorry guys. Trolling Jones, back at it. Yeah, Marcus Jones gets banned and then he keeps on coming back. I don't know if he's banned from any of my platforms, but Hake is a nerd who escaped from the banned Nickelback. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, they're going to be looking into it, and this is partly why I'm not going two hours yet, guys. Because I want to give them that extra hour to be looking into this, these ongoing technical issues, guys. Black tech. Uh, this, cha- the channel is getting Owen benjamin It's happening to me on YouTube too, says, uh, somebody on, uh, on, uh, DLive. Yeah. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I think it's there's a lot going on with this coronavirus thing. Seems like everybody's having technical problems nowadays. And I think it's partly, you know, places like YouTube, they have taken a dive in the quality of the user experience of their website. They make bad decisions, such as um, obnoxious decisions, such as in the live chat when you're on YouTube. This is just a side note. When you're on YouTube and you're in the live chat and you see a chatter say something interesting, hmm, that's interesting. Let me see what this guy's channel looks like or gal's channel looks like. You click on them or you tap on their their, um, their whatever picture, avatar, and upcoming options block. No, I don't want to block. Um, delete comment or, you know, d- different things. But no, you cannot look at their... Um, their channel, you can't go to channel. Ridiculous YouTube. You guys hate us, apparently. <laughs> I think it's that female controlling people mindset. And oh my gosh, I was wa- by just by the way, I was watching Asmador's show yesterday. If it cuts out again, we will change to another file. Thank you, Joa. Um, I was watching Asmador's show today. <laughs> and Robert on uh, Facebook, I love boomers. Hake is so dumb. (laughs) Thank you, Robert. I was watching Asmodore's show, and I was telling you guys about this um, insane female mindset, angry, trying to control people when you don't have proper authority, you don't have natural authority, kind of like these liberals are, you know, meddling and having their fingers, micromanaging our lives, right? You can't go to work. You can't be open to business. You're not social distancing enough and all that stuff. We need to destroy your business so that we can um, rebuild America in our image. Thank you, AOC, Alexandria Cortez. Well, he played this clip of this mall cop lady just screaming at people for... (laughs) For video recording some interesting incident and then she became the even more interesting incident just screaming at people to you have to put your phone down and you have to delete that photograph and all that stuff and what does she get as a reward her her recording of her going viral getting into fights with um other women there another woman there crazy But that's that, that's that, um, people don't have, a lot of people, especially women and liberals and just control freakish people anyways, don't have that natural authority that just commands respect. And they try to enforce something that isn't even right or real. And it's messing up the country for the rest of us, right? What a mess. Uh... Let me see what some of the super chats are saying. Mobetta Betta Jankum gave a diamond. Thank you, man. La, 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 COVID, COVID vials from Tel Aviv to Harvard to Wuhan. So he says, might, might be, I don't know. Mobetta Betta Jankum gave a diamond. DOJ arrested vial movers. And vial, they don't mean vial as in disgusting, but vial as in little containers of virus, I guess. Media forgot. I hadn't heard that, but I'm just interpreting what he's saying. Hot Computer Smell says, Can't tell if it's my crappy Wi-Fi or the stream. Maybe it's a mixture of both, but we did have m- mess-ups on the stream, Hot Computer Smell. Appreciate the support. What a mess! But right now, I think it's okay. Jab was uh, waiting for it. Thank you. And Jib-Jab, uh producer chair on set, and he says, Boomer Stream. Yeah. You know, the reason I have this shirt, I love boomers. Well, for one, Jesse Lee Peterson's a boomer, and, I, and there is um, there are a lot of white boomers, old-time conservatives, that Christians, Tea Party patriots, old white people that just have a little bit of that common sense. Maybe they didn't raise their children right. Maybe they went too far with the politics thing or not enough with the politics thing. They're imperfect people, but you got to love them. And you can blame a lot of the, you know, there's a, there's a whole lot of degeneracy that, that grew up along with the boomers. What did the parents of the boomers do wrong that the boomers came out like they did? And then Gen X and then Gen Y and then Gen Z. We all got our issues you got to have love for everybody. And then you can um, join forces with the boomers where they're right and uh, disagree where they're wrong. Or hash it out if you guys are disagreeing and figure out who's right, I guess. I don't know if you can figure out who's right. But um, there's a lot of boomer hatred among the left and the right, right? And... That's why it's right versus wrong. What's right versus what's wrong. And so that's why I like this shirt. All old boomers just gotta die. (laughs) That's a reference to Oprah Winfrey saying there's a whole lot, whole generations of, and she's implying white people, born and bred and marinated in racism. Oh, racist! And they just have to die. Jesse always plays that clip. Joelle probably has it handy. You don't have to play it though. Um, yeah, and it's gross. And it's kind of like, you know, because she does. She's full of hate. She's telling a lie. But it's kind of like how um, God allowed the generations of you know Israelites who were uh, obstinate. To just die in the desert and their kids grew up and started a new generation. And then they could enter the promised land. That's, that's what God did. But um, Oprah is the imitation God. She's fake. She's Satan. I mean, a daughter, right? Daughter of Satan. But that kind of mindset. That's what I mean. Interesting. That's racist. It says, our rights are being taken away. Dinesh called it. Yeah. Say what you will of Dinesh. He's, he's right about that, right? That's racist, gave a diamond. JLP's guest said that the drop in the deaths is because our rights are being taken away. I think that's be what uh, he's saying. And you know, that's so ridiculous too. I remember um, when Obama was president, you know, control freak Obama, right? Socialist, me anti-white, anti-American, anti-Christian. Obama. They were talking about, and we had this crazy recession, right? Supposed recession. And it probably was real. But, you know, the media likes to hype things and blame things on things, on people that aren't necessarily completely to blame and ignore the blame on themselves and everybody that they support, meaning the Democrats and other evil people. Well... I remember the media and the Democrats and the Rhinos sometimes talking about how some jobs were saved, right? Something like something along the lines that jobs were saved. And how do you know that jobs were saved? It's kind of like this whole lives were saved by us supposedly quarantining and they had all these crazy numbers, you know, they predicted A million to two million deaths. And then 100,000 to 250,000. And then we'll see what happens, right? Right now it's, I don't know if it's still at 45,000 deaths in the United States. Or it's probably more by now. Supposedly linked to this coronavirus thing. And, you know, it isn't. If if that story about that woman that I told you about. You know, that mm, kind of fat, healthy woman. Whom I showed you, Patricia Dowd. If that story is true, it's pretty crazy to be dying from that. Like I said, but we don't know that this um, this uh, quarantining thing is is really stopping the spread. We don't know. Let's be honest, right? Science is about experimenting and observing the results, and you speculate as to what was the cause of the results. But they don't know. Let's be honest. Right? I mean, does it make sense? Because the Democrats, it seems like the Democrat states are not wanting to open back up. I personally believe that they take joy in destroying people's businesses. Yes, they make money off of the money makers, right? But they mostly have the big time money makers making the money and supporting them. By the big time money makers, I mean like rich, like Hollywood, um... Yeah, union, union heads anyways, to a point. They're losing the unions because they're so divorced from nationalism, right? Um, And other, like, major billionaire, I almost said trillionaire. There's probably not a trillionaire alive, right? Uh, Big-time moneymakers, Amazon, and all that mess. But they don't care about small businesses, and they want to... You know, oppress and overregulate and hyperregulate and destroy the economy and rebuild it up in their image. That is the socialism thing. That's why I love the boomers, because there is this dismissive nature about nationalist socialism being okay, right? It's only globalist socialism that we don't like. And uh, I'm not I'm not positive that that's correct, because you're still taking on a you're still surrendering to people who are far away from you who can meddle and control you. And they don't have to face you. Most of these um, people who are our employees, you know, these elected officials, they work for us, but then um, now they're our supposed masters, is what they're acting like. Hopefully that's making sense. Uh, Yes, uh, this, in the hour, I guess it was two hours ago, Jesse Lee Peterson was interviewing Stefan Molyneux, who's an atheist, but, like, he's pr- pretty pro-Christian for an atheist, right? And Buddy Van Sigret, given Ninja Guini, said, I was surprised when Stefan Molyneux said his mom hit him. Did your parents hit you? White folks usually don't do that mess. I got the wooden spoon. spanks." I got spanked- I, I got spanked with a brush. That one hurt, kind of. The wooden spoon stung. And, uh, just hands. That kind of hurt, too. Those are the ones that I remember. <laughs> but I wouldn't call those- I mean, I would call those spanked. But, friends of mine, they were beat- beaten. <laughs> with branches or whatever. And it was sometimes by their uncles. Like, I have friends from Hong Kong who came to America, and then their their uncles that they lived with, right, it was a whole bunch packed like sardines in a house, right, until they could move out and buy other houses. Um, boom, boom. Just hit them. Beat them. <laughs> Joel says, my uncle beat his kids with the blind stick. Wow. Well, the one with the red tip? The one... I don't know, but I know the one
2: that with the, that you know you roll you you know open the blind open and close the blinds. With. Oh, that one. Okay, and the I, blinds. Yeah, like the and then it used to be that long white stick that's flimsy.
0: Right. I used to witness that. That would that seems I like there. that would sting. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, and some people are against uh, spanking, and I don't begrudge them that really necessarily. But the Bible does say, spare the rod, spoil the child. Something along those lines. The man who, who spares the rod hates his son. And I don't know, maybe it's a metaphor for like, in, at least disciplining. Disciplining in some way. Enforcing rules, right? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I don't know if I should mod Robert. <laughs> I'm looking, it looks like Robert over in the, on Facebook is fighting with the uh, other people. Ladies on Facebook, watching me on Facebook, just don't engage him if, if he's obnoxious. Just don't engage him. <laughs> anyway, this kind of reminds me of when um, I'm commenting on st- drama that's going on in the live chat, I think. And it reminds me of when I was growing up. The brothers and siblings and friends would annoy each other, and you're supposed to just ignore him. Just ignore him. But it's so tempting not to ignore the person who's trolling for attention. And just egging you on and stuff like that. But yeah, you can, you can ignore. Uh, Marcus Jones Stinks. Thank you for changing your name, man. Says, you should watch George Carlin on Baby Boomers. Interesting. He's an interesting, he was an interesting person. He was a George Carlin. Are you familiar, Joel? George Carlin was a pretty funny comedian. I think he might have been an atheist. He was not, ex- he was not necessarily politically correct. Sometimes he told the truth or factual stuff. Made factual um, observations about life and society. Appreciate that tip. Alejandro Davila. Hate the man, man. Thank you. Um, David from Kentucky. I love being a boomer. LOL. David, right on. And I, I respect you, David. I know we have our disagreements at times. Appreciate that, man. C. Sion says Jesse is not a boomer. LOL. Earl is. <laughs> yeah, Jesse calls himself millennial. He's like, I'm a millennial. David says home and school, belt and board. Amazing. So home, you got the belt, who and at school, you got paddled with a board. Man, I wonder if we should bring that back. Maybe not. You know, I listen to a lot of people, and I have a lot of people in my chat. I generally support the police, right? And there are a lot of people, though, nowadays, with a false authority. And there's female cops, too. And then there's a lot of POC cops. And then there's a lot of white cops who are not exactly right. Like, as society goes down, like families and men in general, of course, there are going to be a little bit of cops who are out of control. And um, they have this false ego thing. They have that false authority. But you still have to maintain composure. And you be right, whether, whether or not they are. That way, you stay out of unnecessary trouble. Uh, let me get to some calls and then get more into this stuff. Hopefully, I can get into more about Andrew Cuomo. I started to tell you he's a simp for his daughter, which is not exact. It sounds wrong, right? I should call it a weak beta for his daughter. And, you know, what, else, what do I know, right? I'm not a father, but he's, he is what he is. It doesn't change the fact that he is, right? And Washington Post, of course, finds nothing wrong with it. They find it so cute, I guess. Washington Post being that um, far-left kill-America-in-darkness outlet owned by the same guy who owns Amazon, which banned our great Confederate battle flags, American history. Banned. Book burners. And many other things They have they banned. Including Cernovich's movie Hoaxed documentary about fake news um and i have a tip from joelle about gretchen whitmer being a simp for the blacks fake black victimhood that is thank you joelle for that tip um gretchen whitmer being the democrat female youngish looking but might have had work done on her face and it doesn't look right anymore it's a shame um uh governor of michigan And talk about fake authority, right? False sense of authority. And I did take pictures, I did include photographs. Shout out to Reuters. You know, you are far left, but you take good pictures. And AP, Associated Press. Far left, but you get sometimes decent, semi decent factual information. And you have a big organization, so you can have photographers take cool pictures. Thank you. Of educated liberal healthcare workers. I'm assuming they're liberals. Um, thinking that they know better than older, wiser people, maybe, or maybe not so wise, I don't know. Counter protesting against the people who are protesting to allow us to come back to work. And I don't know, maybe these people are wrong. But I don't think that these healthcare workers are right either. And it's just kind of stirring a lot of hatred between the so called educated and the less educated. Or the people who want common sense, want to open back up the economy. Let people back to work. I mean, it shouldn't even be let people. We're supposed to have the freedom to work, but... And yes, AOC work is freedom. There was a clip that was played on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. That this Cortez woman with Puerto Rican... uh, (laughs) Jesse Lee Peterson tweeted that she needs to be deported... (laughs) But anyways, uh, Puerto Rican blood, and she's uh, sotsy. Uh, uh, sotsy being, a, oh no, glo- glotsy. She's a glotsy, globalist socialist, right? She hates people working and having their own freedom. Let me get to Emmanuel, though, out of Ontario, Canada. Emmanuel, I remember talking what to up? you vaguely. What's up? Nice to hear from you How's again. How's it going, man? Going fine. Sweet. Yeah, you remember me, sweet. I, I, remem- guess, uh, I remember talking to you, but I don't yeah, remember the conversation.
1: My, uh, <laughs> I, uh, my mom actually apparently called you and had a hop and a puff with you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember now. Yeah, yeah. I told her to, um, I told her to look up in the Bible where First um, John chapter three, where it says, "No one who is born of God uh, can s- continue to sin." And I don't know. I haven't heard back from her since. But yeah, because <laughs> no. I was talking about she. She's, she I think she's she's Catholic, and you were telling me about how she's um, kind of towing this. Oh, I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. Yeah, and yeah, excusing exactly. her her failures as a mother, which all yeah, so favor- inter- do.
1: Interestingly enough, this brings me to my question. Okay. Um, that so a lot of Christians believe that to get to God you have to go through Jesus so my question is what does it mean to give your life to Jesus if that's true and is it possible to get to God is is that the only way to get back to God is through Jesus and if so why and how do you do that
0: okay you know the short answer is I don't know Um, I have read it myself and never I believe truly understood it But um, I believe it's true, right? I was raised this way, I read it in the Bible, it's a fact, but I don't really understand it for myself, so I don't know the answer to it.
1: Right. And I haven't ever heard, honestly,
0: I haven't ever heard uh, in the Bible, read it, I've heard it in churches, right? This give your yeah. life to God or give your life, surrender your life to Christ stuff. Well,
1: the only way through the Father is through the Son, that's the, the thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, that part I do know. That part I know is in the Bible. But this, there's a lot of this Christianese language, you know, churchy language, about surrender your life to Christ or give your life. And I'm not sure that's even, I think that's just... Um, yeah, I
1: don't know about that either, man. I, I think that's I drama
0: like... language something up with
1: that, like something doesn't seem right with it, Mm -hmm. so anyways um, yeah, so I I checked out Jesse's silent prayer yeah, Um, it's interesting because it's basically what a lot of people would refer to as meditation
0: I've heard that yeah
1: Yeah. so what do you think about that? I mean like because meditation is, it's basically what he says in the silent prayer is to let go of your thoughts and to be present in the now, Uh I don't want to like you know, put out what what the silent prayer is. But when I heard that, it was like, wow, this is basically meditation.
0: And I just interest. I just leave that as an I don't know because a lot of people make jump to strange conclusions that aren't true about it. So right. when in doubt, just leave it alone. Leave it as an I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, you cracked me up earlier with your oh, you calling boomers tea party pioneers
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the tea party patriots that's amazing <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah so the other thing what what's your opinion on liberals uh calling trump being or uh, claiming that he's pure ego and he's a sociopath with no empathy what do you think about that
0: i think okay first of all empathy is a liberal word and so that's fine i'm i don't i think he does have empathy though and that is like maybe a failure on his part, but most of us do have empathy, meaning like we put ourselves in other's shoes and we feel their pain and it's so phony. But, right. So I, but I, somebody, they're, I think they're guilty of what they're accusing him of. They're the ones full of ego. I don't think that he has much of... I mean, he has an ego, I guess, but I don't see him as... I, I see him as a pretty humble person, honestly.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. I think they're it's, the ones with the ego. Because
1: a lot of people see that... It's, uh complete
0: opposite right I know that's like, true and he does you know i've even even a man that I respect who like I learned a lot of my politics at least early on and and morality from he referred to Trump as somewhat of a narcissist but yet he really supports him now and he says oh I think you were right about Trump and all everybody who's going up against him are just shrimps he said this I think at the beginning <laughs> of of the threats you know, you know of I, like, I like to eat shrimps I don't
1: know about you.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, I do too, even though the Bible says not to, supposedly, okay. but I think that, um, I don't know what were you saying? I forget
1: um, it was basically about Trump being a uh, pure ego but oh so yeah. basically
0: no, I mean he I mean you look, you have to I think they smart people and there is a the false version of pride that people mistake for pride when you're promoting yourself and you're advocating on behalf of yourself and that's something that you should do especially if you're like running for president or trying to get the truth out or defend yourself and that's not yeah. pride he's just putting the truth out about himself the truth is you know the his his honest opinion as he sees it in some cases sometimes it may not be the exact truth but uh, most of the time he's telling the truth and he's um the media is not promoting the truth about him they promote lies about him and then they'll yeah and
1: everybody believes the lies
0: That's right the yep not everybody but well a I lot mean, of people you know,
1: a lot of people yeah lot,
0: yeah so uh, no I don't see him like a
1: larger percentage of the population is believing the lie I don't know
0: I think everybody who calls him egotistical is the, is himself himself or herself egotistical the accusers are the ones who are guilty mm. and he may yeah. he may I don't know But for sure they are.
1: I think that if you're the president of the country, you can't be like, so I thought of it like this. It's like, you know, when you go to the doctor and like somebody, the doctor's treating you and they can't be super empathetic because they got other people to help. They have more other things to do. Yep. And then people will be offended by that. But it's like, he's the president of the country. Like you can only be so empathetic. Like you have, you're making moves. Like you're, you're under like this massive pressure, right?
0: Yeah, you know he's a and he's a man doing a man's job in a fairly manly way. You know, there's ex- exceptions where you can say, "Oh, that's kind of female, man." You're making too many exceptions for the immigrants and st- uh, you know, the the black uh the blacks and the criminals in jail and stuff cuz he is being a, a little maybe more nice than some of us would want. And nice yeah. and not in a good way maybe. But he is doing He's doing. He's the man for the job, really. I mean, there's nobody else. There's nobody else who. Some people may have, supposed like better, better opinions maybe. So like, I've been
1: watching stuff on Bernie Sanders, and man, he just like he's like a chill guy, but he just seems like such a pushover. Like right, like,
0: he is. <laughs> <laughs> Total.
1: and I saw him on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and it was just like he looked like he. I don't know. There's just a. Vibe about him, he's just
0: kind of like, nah, right? No, whatever, yeah, <laughs> yep, not a man, that's for sure. No,
1: just too laid back
0: to be running the show, I think. Yeah, this, I right. all those Bernie beats Trump sticker bumper stickers that I see around my neighborhood are well, so ridiculous. He, they of, could, he couldn't yeah. even beat Joe Biden, he's not gonna beat, he wouldn't even have beaten Trump, so
1: yeah, Biden's uh.
0: It's nice to hear from you, Emmanuel. I appreciate you calling. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Um, God bless if you got to
0: let me go. Right on. Take care, man. Uh, All right. You too. And stand up to your mother. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Take care. Uh, Let me get to speaking of Canada. Thomas out of Montreal, Canada. Nice name. (laughs) Thomas, what's up? Uh, Going fine. Okay,
3: so I just want to talk about Andrew Cuomo. I, I know. The
0: Thomas, your phone's messed up. Make sure you're on regular phone. Can you hear me now? Uh, you kind of, you're kind of in and out. Go for it. Let me see if you go, you get better.
3: Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay, so I I want to give you a reason why uh, Andrew Cuomo. and Chris Cuomo are
0: so feminine? Show the headline of Andrew Cuomo, and you can zoom in on his pic, too. Okay, go for it. Chris Cuomo being (laughs) the CNN Don't zoom in on his
3: chest, though. Don't zoom in on his chest, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Fortunately, his chest is covered up. He has a little bit of... uh, (laughs) What is it called? Anyways, yeah. He has has, has nipple piercings, by the way,
3: huh?
0: Chris, I wouldn't be surprised. Andrew, Andrew. Andrew? Yikes. Yep. TMI. So,
3: okay, so... (laughs) <laughs> Basically, the story is um, Andrew Cuomo's father was running for a mayor, yeah, on, in in 1982, and their slogan was against uh, what is what was his name? Koch, Koch. I don't
0: Something know. Like
3: that. Anyways, I- in New York, and and the slogan was uh, vote for Cuomo, not the Homo."
0: Wow, interesting. So then,
3: so then they got like cursed because they were like, "I'm not a homo." because of the culture now they probably got pressured of feeling like the their dad was like a evil guy for saying that So like so they're like i'm not a homophobe i'm not a homophobe i'm not a homophobe right now they're they're cursed with femininity and because they want to prove otherwise yeah you see chris cuomo like uh defending lgbt wears like stupid phony t-shirts like uh yeah, whatever. And Andrew Cuomo with nipple piercing. <laughs> it's just it's just self-evident.
0: That's yeah, true. Um, yep. So, Andrew Cuomo, the backstory of of what that headline was that I was showing you, it says something along the lines of Governor Cuomo of New York offers advice to fathers as if they, anybody should be taking advice from a Dem- a male Democrat, <laughs> a grown male Democrat. The answer has to be, I like the boyfriend. And because his daughter, who's 25, Mariah something Cuomo, brought her boyfriend, and at 25, I guess it's a grown adult boyfriend, whatever, but to home and stuff like that. And so he's, in order to keep the peace and so that his daughter doesn't turn away from him, he has to pretend to like the boyfriend, whether he That's likes him so or not. Weak. Yeah, and it's man. and it's like a ha ha joke, funny. Yeah, the father has no real authority, and the daughter is not going to respect him, so he just has to go along That's with whatever she bad, goes. Man. So pathetic, you right? it
3: comes, it comes back to Jesse's point. Like, if you're going to hate your father, like for example, them hating their their father for saying vote for Cuomo, not the homo. Yeah. Uh, you'll
0: you'll become a mess. Yep. True.
3: You just have to accept him. Like even if you can say he's phony, you can say he's all that, but just don't try to like deny it, you know, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Right. And you know, it's kind of like this boomers thing. You know, the the boomers are are a mess, yes. But you can't hate them. Because you're gonna yeah, you're like gonna either dad, just man. do the opposite extreme or you're gonna be kind of like them. A lot of the a lot of the there's Jew critics and Jew haters, right? The Jew haters act a lot like the Jews that they hate. They're subversive. They are victim-minded. They accuse you of thinking things that you're not even thinking. And That's so true. they became what they hate. And it, it's, it reminds so crazy, me of... Man. There's a lot of so-called ex-extremists, right? Supposed people yeah. who used to be alt-right or they used to be... Um, white nationalists, and then they turned a ben- a bunch of, into a bunch of soft liberal cooks betraying America and white people and God and men, and they're total like simps for the left. And it reminds me yeah, of what you yeah, described yeah. with the Cuomo boys. And they yeah. uh, do act like boys, even though they're grown adult men. Yeah, yeah
3: subversive, subversive to a point where when Jesse asked a question, I just thought about that. When Jean-François like he, he came on the show, he was subversive, subversive to a point where he couldn't answer a straight question. Oh yeah, yeah. When asking for you like the Jews, it's exactly, it's exactly that. He's trying to be a snake, just like the Jews. I'm just honest, honest about him. You
0: about talk about JF, Jews,
3: but I don't behave them.
0: You know what I mean? You, are you talking about JF? Yeah, Gary Jean-François. Yeah, you yeah, you, you know, I didn't, even, Quebec, I didn't even, I didn't even say it. I didn't think of him as a snake. I just thought of him as an intellectual who couldn't answer the question because he's an intellectual. But you might be right. I mean, uh, I guess intellectuals are snakes. Whether if you're co- if you come down to it, yeah, it was a, it was a snake. He's like, do you love them? I try to love them, but it's like walking <laughs> on, on hot coals. <laughs> yeah, that's just like
3: a do say like, how are yeah. you making money out of porn? And it's, is it a bad thing? Well, right. Uh, it's not
1: uh, too bad, uh, you know. What I mean?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I appreciate it, All Thomas. Right. Nice to hear from you, man. All right. Bye. Good call. Take care. I'm gonna get to Justin, but let me. So, did you guys get the story about Andrew Cuomo? What a mess. And here's for Gretchen Whitmer, and I don't know what she is if she's a real white or woman or whatever, but she's definitely not a Christian. There was this immediate release, and I don't know who. How, how Joel got this tip. But it was a press release from the governor's office of Michigan. Man, Michigan, what happened to you? How far have you fallen that you elected this woman to be with a blended family? Meaning she has stepkids and her husband has stepkids. Um, to be your governor. Lansing, Michigan. Governor H- Gretchen Whitmer today signed. This is the, the evil Gretchen. There's the good Gretchen. That's Bob's wife. Um, creating the Michigan Coronavirus Task Force for Racial Disparities, on racial disparities. And, you know, the news came out that um, African-Americans represent 13.6% of Michigan's population. They represent a staggering 40% of the deaths from COVID-19. That's interesting because 13% is roughly what their national um, population share is to blacks. And yet they're also a staggering 40% of cop killers. Just a little number that remained in my head because I have a memory that, I have an intellectual type of memory, right? They're 13% of the population, but 40% of cop killers, right? Interesting, just an interesting side note. The task force will act in an advisory capacity to the governor and study the causes of racial disparities in the impact of COVID-19 and recommend actions to address such disparities and the historical and systemic inequalities that underlie them. Typical nonsense mess, right? So disgusting. And that's that being a simp for black victimhood, and which, is, which is means to be an enemy of black people. Just like the, um, the Jew victim promoters are enemies of Jewish people. Like the ADL? Think about it. Like, think about it. Um, The ADL, Anti-Defamation League, purports to um, stand against defamation of Jewish people, right? And yet, their constant... um, I've made this point, right? And you probably already see it. Their constant... um, propaganda about about this is offensive to Jews and that's bad and this is evil and you guys are Jew haters and all those all these cries are causing or you know it's encouraging people to point out, oh look at the evil. Evil Jews. <laughs> the ADL are evil. And so it's only it's only encouraging more hatred of the people that they're pretending to try to defend. So they're enemies of those people. And they're encouraging other you know it's it's a whole um it's a whole brainwashing scheme to brainwash them into you know Jews in this case into victimhood like the blacks have this brainwashing scheme and the society at large right the liberals the rhinos kissing up to black victimhood oh slavery was so awful yeah right i don't buy that <laughs> wasn't ideal but it's not as awful as abortion and Mass violent black-on-black crime. Which would you rather have? I don't know. <laughs> That's why that um, that guy that got disavowed by Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity. And I like Sean Hannity. And I I actually kind of like Glenn Beck a little, if I don't listen to him too much. <laughs> um, that guy from the Bundy, Cliven Bundy. He's like, I wonder blacks were probably better off back in the slavery days. They were work or under Jim Crow. They were working. They had their families together. They were moral. They were Christian. And now they, welfare, crime, victimhood, and mess, lies, and anger. And that rose under the Obama administration. And that is a tactic of communism. Side note, just a side note. And then, you know, I've heard, um, you know, I was watching, I'm on Telegram a little bit. The Hague Report on Telegram. JLP Talk on Telegram as well. Follow us. It's cool. And I was watching this young Zoomer guy named Nick Fuentes about talking about, you know, he cringes at these Zoomers talking about uh, communism. And his problem is with these conservatarians, as he calls them. And he makes a great point because there are a lot of so-called conservatives who have this libertarian mind. Oh, let's let the gays have their same-sex marriage and their... um, their adoption of, of children and pretend that they're valid parents, right? The, meaning the homosexuals, two men adopting a kid like their own or one of them having a kid with somebody else and then the two males pretending that they're two fathers. And that's evil. And there's a whole lot of conservatives, including seemingly Trump sometimes plays along with that stuff. Wrong. Not, not good. And so that is an, another evil. And I think that that's part of the breakdown from communism. But it's really a breakdown from evil, if we just break it down. It's not right versus left, or men versus women, blacks versus rights, whites, Jews versus goys. It's good versus evil. Because evil can get into anybody. Anyways, um, I lost track of what I'm talking about, but let me get to Justin out of California. And we are going to open the treasure chest on D Live. And I'm going to read the rest, a bunch of diamonds and super chats, I think. So, uh, oh yeah, these, no, I'll skip that. Healthcare workers, they're dumb. (laughs) You can be, uh, you can show them, show pictures of these healthcare workers. I gave you enough photographs, you might as well show them, right? Mario Lopez. Yeah, yeah, there's this, there's this. There's this healthcare so-called worker, dressed in scrubs, male nurse. And I know, okay, whatever, men are decent nurses, I guess, but why would you want to be called a nurse if you're a male? It's a female thing. It's kind of like a male being called a virgin. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, right? I mean, you don't want to have sex, right? But you don't want to be called a virgin either. <laughs> but this guy, Hispanic-looking maybe, maybe Asian... You know, he looks healthy at least, that's cool, built. And then there's this Hispanic guy, or whatever he is, black or something, in a Bulls jersey, pointing and trying to get out of the way! Because these guys in, I think this is Colorado, I reported a little bit about this last week, Um, protesting in Colorado and other different states, saying, open up! And then these so-called nurses, dressing up in their scrubs and their masks, standing in the way of the vehicles, acting like they're standing for sanity, and maybe both of them are honestly insane. I don't know. Or maybe both of them have their decent points, but it's just division and mess. And I don't like these snobby people, snobby, educated, liberal healthcare, so-called healthcare workers, thinking that they know better than the older, wiser people. And in some cases, maybe these people are a little foolhardy. Look at this white woman hanging out of the van saying, with the land of the free and a USA t-shirt. I mean, it's nice, whatever. But shouting at these dumb, young, educated nurses, including a male nurse, which to me, I wouldn't I would want to be called something else, even if I had the same role, rather than a nurse. Wouldn't you? And they're counter-protesting. Yeah. Uh, you want to say something,
2: Joel? No, I was going to say, I wouldn't be want to be called a, a nurse either. <laughs>
0: How about a male nurse? Or, be... or, or, or a nurse.
2: <laughs> right, a, ma- People a nurse. People in say nurse.
0: Oh, no. No way. Yeah.
2: No, it doesn't sound right. I would have to think of a new name,
0: too. <laughs> and you know what? There's, the Daily Mail is claiming that they're getting heckled, right? The, these healthcare workers are getting heckled. But they're putting themselves out there to heckle and be heckled, and they're silently heckling, right? They're standing in the way, pretending like they're from a position of authority. And, you know, I saw Mike Cernovich on Twitter, a journalist guy, friend of Jesse Lee Peterson, I mean, supporter, been on Jesse's show, and Jesse's gone to events to speak at his events. He says, guys, do me a favor. Don't participate in these um, anti-lockdown rallies. They just feel weird to me. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. And I haven't looked into these things at all, but I kind of sympathize with people who want freedom to work. You know, I can kind of sympathize with that. Uh, Oh, gosh. I was told, uh, just a
2: note, I was told that um, usually, because I was thinking, like, I wonder if back then, you know, uh, Nurses were ever males, because you know how teachers yeah. back then were were males. Right. And then now, it, women are teachers now, but then they have taken over the name teacher. So when you think teacher, you almost think feminine. Right. So I thought I wonder if males back then, and I asked somebody, and they were saying they were saying no, it's not. Males weren't. Males they were the usually doctors. became the doctors. Yeah. yeah. They didn't stop at nurse. They became the doctors. Right. And then the women were the nurse, which makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. So. Merce is a male purse. So you you (laughs) deserve the name nurse if you're a nurse. You deserve to be heckled, male nurses. (laughs) And there's probably male physician's assistant. Let's call them. I don't know. There's all kinds of different names for them, right? (laughs) I know there's a lot of, uh, let's call them so-called healthcare workers. That sounds like a politically correct term. In in the chat, supporters, appreciate you guys. But uh, anyways, and there is multiple cases of these nurses supposedly facing off. California banned protests on state property, by the way, up in Sacramento, I think. I think it's Sacramento. San Francisco begins closing streets. They should have closed them to the homeless a long time ago. What a mess, right? I gotta open the treasure chest, and I gotta get to Justin out of California. First time caller. Justin, thanks for holding, man. Treasure chest is opening.
4: Hey, how you doing, Hank? Fine, how are you? pretty good myself um i had a question um hey how do you like your separation from like the jesse show like separating from the jesse show how do you like
0: i really i really like it You you talking about not being on his stream yes yeah i love it it first of all i mean as just practically speaking it's nice not to have to download his video clip the last hour and upload it to my show it's already on i mean upload it to my channel it's already on my channels and so it's it's great
4: exactly when do you think uh do you think you're going to do like a full separation like a number change a studio change and everything one day or
0: maybe so i can't really predict the future and i'm not really making plans like that especially i i got a first step baby steps man I got to step over to two hours but first we have (laughs) to get the thing right so yeah maybe Exactly. I'm not sure what
4: made you do that though was it like um, you're trying to just kind of separate so you have your own identity or was it it
0: was I don't know it I think it came up as a suggestion or a how come you're not doing this and then I was thinking about it and then kind of off the cuff one one day I was like, "Joel, switch over." House. Yeah, yeah, push me out of the out of the nest. Yeah, <laughs> Joel, switch it over, and and then I was so excited. I didn't know I was going to be that excited to be on my own channels, and it reminded me of when I moved out of my parents' house for the final time, because I moved out a few different times. Be- it hey, was hey, like, how, oh my gosh, this is so nice.
4: Hey, how How old are you?
0: Thirty-eight.
4: Thirty-eight. Yep. Hey, when did you first um, start, like, speaking up to people, like, black people?
0: Um, I didn't know any black people, so I would say around 2013, 2014, when I started working here.
4: Mm. Hey, do you think you would honestly, like, speak up and say what you have to say in front of somebody, a black person like Deontay Wilder, like, some, like, like heavy, like, big, black, mean-looking you know Deontay Water is the heavyweight champion. Do you think you would really speak oh, your mind exactly. to him, like on some one one type stuff? Is that the
0: guy who says, to this day?
4: Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah exactly.
0: exactly. I heard he's a nice guy. Um, I don't know, I'd have to be in that situation. For sure it's different. There is no question that it's different um, in a person-to-person situation than it is over the phone or on radio or whatever. It would, be a, it would be a totally different situation. So I don't ever know, have man. To deal with it? What's that?
4: How do you ever have to deal with it? Like in a situation that you're more so scared of?
0: Not that Not I'm scared, scared of, of, but, but like- you know, like, there was this guy who came at Politicon. One of the early, mm-hmm. probably the first year that they had Politicon. It was in Los Angeles at the convention center. And there was this black liberal guy who, um, a young Turks fan. You know, the Young Turks and the far left. And like I started debating with him a little bit. And then I eventually invited him on Jesse's show. And so like they're, every now and then, like at protests, I love, get, I love mixing it up with the people. And then like some of the people playing their loud rap song, if Donald Trump. I'm like, Trump loves <laughs> you. But, you know, they're far enough away that they can't hit me. But I'm saying Trump loves you, so what are they going to do, hit me for saying somebody loves him? No, I don't think so. No,
4: but yeah, somebody <laughs> super aggressive probably would. So yeah, you they, you've got to be wise. What, what's that? You've never been in any type of confrontation because of the words that you speak on this level?
0: Not from this stuff, yeah. I haven't been in any um, physical confrontation, at least not at this point. I have had. We've had some weirdos that do some strange things... Showing up to church, we throw them out pretty quickly. There's, there's one guy. He, was, he made it to get a job and just nutcases, mentally ill people. But he wasn't black. He was Hispanic. But he was, like, openly <laughs> pos- about being possessed. He said he was possessed.
4: Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Got to get that out of here. Right. So do you get in touch with your family often, like, about the things that you say?
0: I don't talk much with my family, but I a little bit. My dad, you know, I, my family is pretty conservative, but mm-hmm. I found out that I'm maybe more conservative than them in some cases. But um, a little, a little, yeah. I do, like, so question how, like, them. Like, most... I, I questioned my parents about about a disagreement that I had with them. And that was exactly. interesting. It was fun.
4: Because me, um, because I'm black, I'm he yeah. black. Um, I didn't tour with um, a lot of my friends, like, as far as, like, the things that I speak of. Right. Because, of course, they're not conservative. They didn't grow up that way. But with you, you know how white people usually usually are scared today. Right. Your parents didn't go down the same route of being scared for you, you, kind of. Like, even though they're conservative, do they keep it a secret like most white people? They're pretty
0: quiet. They're pretty quiet about it. Like, I think my dad's more conservative than my mom. In fact, I know so. And Are they scared for you? He No, not that I know of, because by this time, by the time I started working for Jesse, I was almost 30 or maybe 30-something. And, okay. and you know, it was, it was long gone. And fortunately, my dad is like a hands-off type of father. Even when I was mm-hmm. growing up, he was generally hands-off, which I appreciated, whereas my mother would sometimes... Why'd you
4: say unfortunately then? Unfortunately.
0: I, I meant fortunately. I meant I said I think oh, okay. I meant I think what I said was and fortunately, not unfortunately. Oh okay. I think yeah,
4: unfor- Okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I loved that my dad was hands off, and that's how men tend to be. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like these authorities. Trump allow he disagrees supposedly with the Georgia Republican governor opening up nail shops and barbershops and.
4: But let them do what they want.
0: Yeah. Ha- hands off. I I disagree, but go for it. I trust you. You're a capable man, right? So that's a good way <laughs> exactly. to do it. Justin, I'm okay. way over time. We were teasing into the second hour. appreciate hearing from you. It's nice talking with you.
4: All right. Thank you uh, for taking my call. Tell Joel I said what's up and Nick. I
0: yeah. will. Thank you all. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Let me read a few of the Super Chats. Mobetta Jankum gave a diamond and said, now we got the Hake report, la la la. And he says, I would help Hake if he got into a fight in my hood. <laughs> and he says, Some- sometimes Mario puts something somewhere where it doesn't belong <laughs> and spreads the virus. Stay away from Mario Lopez. Looking something. Injector. Earl, you big dummy, call in and get your sermon. Yeah, people miss Earl from Michigan. How you doing, Earl? Call in, check in tomorrow, all right? I want to hear from you, just to make sure you're fine. Earl, park that dog, catch a truck, and call in. <laughs> that's Mobetta Jankum with a bunch of diamonds. Thank you, man. And he says, LOL, Earl once ruled Michigan. Polly J with a diamond, that's racist, says, agree, Christian talk is a big turnoff. Live it, yeah. And Mo jenkin where Earl from Detroit at? Park the dog catcher truck. Um, all right. Let me just double check the super chats on these side. Lord Nikon says, COVID-19 is fake. Everyone, quote unquote, dying from it is morbidly obese and old. Reopen the country. I don't know, but appreciate the super chat, Lord Nikon. And I agree with the sentiment, reopen the country, man. Red Green Show, Louis the 17th, more like G.A. Bokoise. I don't know if I butchered that, super chat. Jib Jab says, get a job, Savage Moments Part 56 is up. Nice. Right on. And thank you to Buddy Von Sigret, Mo Betta Jankum. That's Racist, Bubs Love. What's up, man? Polly J, Hot Computer Smell, Paramedic, Floshinsky, D-Wise, and Tony Castle, man, right on. All right, guys, we will see you soon. And hopefully you're hearing this. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. um, TheHakeReport.com for my stuff, JLPtalk.com for Jesse's stuff, and TheFallenState.tv tomorrow for that um, interview with Stefan Molyneux. Right on, guys. Take care.